this beat a little bit. I put it together myself. Use the GarageBand app. I put this together. I just kind of like vibing on it. It's nice and slow. It's like butter melting on a steak. Ooh. <laughs> My wife's rolling her eyes at me. <laughs> Anyways, hey, what's going on, guys? This is the Average Fells Podcast. <clears throat> It's Thursday night. You guys know what it is. What is it, my guy? Star Bros. Star Bros. That's right. Star Bros. Thursday night, guys. Today's August 27th. Yep. 2020. 2020. 2020. I really like what Kanye West said. He said 2020s... uh, Clear vision, I think he said. I think that's one of his tweets this year for this year. <laughs> twin, twin, twin. Oh man, what's going on, dude? How you doing? Doing good, doing good. Productive day so far. Pretty doing pretty good. Doing yeah. pretty good. I saw that you took a run today. You finally were able to yes. take a run outside, huh? Yeah, it's actually clear now. The How long smoke... has it been since you've been able to go outside? Really, it's do anything uh, to actually do anything about a week and a half, almost two weeks. Because of the fires and everything. So That's right. it's finally cleared up well enough to go for a good jog. Air quality is a lot better than it was a week ago. So, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, if you so, didn't, if you didn't yep. catch last week's episode, um, last Thursday we had visited my parents for the weekend. And uh, we uh, got to spend some time with them. It was good. Caught up with them and stuff. Um, but yeah, this is in the middle of California being on fire. So I drove down to I-5. Mm-hmm. From SoCal, took I-5 all the way back up to San Anala, California. It's right off of I-5. You can't miss it. And there's the mission there. Um, <clears throat> anyways, I went up I-5. And as I kept going north, the air quality and uh, just the way the sky looked continu- just got darker and browner and just dirtier. It was just, it was all the ash and stuff. And so last just Thursday. Stuck. Yep, yeah, in the valley. Last, last Thursday, I... Um, Pulled into my parents' um, neighborhood and I noticed that there was a bunch of ash all over the all over the sidewalk on top of the car. So, you know, you 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 typically go work out and stuff, right? <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. And late that whole for like almost two weeks, it was just garage workouts. Like, didn't do any running, just jump rope mostly. Yeah, because the air quality was just so horrible, you couldn't even go for a run. No. You just get stuck in your chest. So I had to wait till everything died down before I could actually go. And today was actually the first day where I actually had a proper run where I actually felt like a good air quality for once, you know, yeah. it's been a while. Well, better, it's been a minute. Is better than better. Not, not good, but better. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else, man? Anything else to do? Anything new? Uh, Ah, oh, besides working out gym stuff, that's about it. Did you um, catch that new uh, Batman trailer, huh? Oh, yeah. New Batman coming out. Hardcore uh, DC Comics fan. Hardcore Detective Comics fan. Uh, Batman trailer. Robert Pattinson did a phenomenal job in that already. I haven't even seen the movie yet. Yeah. And I'm already stoked for it. I'm already super stoked. That'll be uh, great. Ha- hashtag I am vengeance over here. <laughs> <clears throat> Anyways, yeah, so you guys know what this is. Tonight's Thursday. Uh, it's Star Bros. Uh, typically what we do is we watch an episode of The Mandalorian, and then we just kind of talk about it. We're leading up to the release of Season 2 of The Mandalorian. My brother mm-hmm. and I are huge Star Wars fans. 
Um, so yeah, uh, tonight we're on episode three. Isn't that right? <laughs> yep. The sin. The sin. E- I know, right? the the name sin. of this episode, the sin. <laughs> oh man. Um, last week we had our friend Pedro on. He joined us for the call, and that was super fun to be able to catch up with him. Uh, we really appreciate Pedro. You're always a bro. You're welcome to come back on the show whenever you want. Just shoot us a Facebook uh, <laughs> message. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's get into it. Episode three, the sin, man. Yeah. <clears throat> let's talk about some oh. highlights. Let's talk about your favorite parts, maybe the worst parts, you know, I, okay. Um, because there's a lot to talk about in this. Especially there is so get, much. Yeah. When it comes this to talking about, a like, big, big one. about Mandalore, especially the Mandalorian, like yes. uh, the legend of Mandalorians, right? We, we get a lot of information, uh, in this episode. So it's so, <clears throat> it really exciting. Um, so yeah, first, first thing we, we really, um, episode three, the sin, um, Mando is delivering the package back to, uh, I think his name's, uh, it's, uh, grief. Is that his name? I can't remember it's his name. Carnegie grief. Oh yeah. Grief Carnegie. Yeah. So he's grief bringing, Carnigan. he's bringing back his, he's bringing the package back, which is baby Yoda. Right. <clears throat> so why don't you talk about that bit? Talk about uh, your impression yeah. of that first that scene when he's bringing Baby Yoda back because there was I was well like, from what I saw like it was just like Mando's like torn like already like oh I gotta bring this guy back you know I've already developed a relationship with him you know yeah. so it's kind of like a tearing moment like I gotta part ways with this little guy you know it's like ah uh, it's insane so um. You know, as I was watching it, you see Mando is, uh, he goes over there, he, um, the client rewards Mando with uh, a basic Baskar medal, a big old thing of Baskar medal. He gets a, and so if you guys, like I said before, Baskar medal is their, their trade, that's their, that's their medal for their weapons, their gear, all their armor. It's highly prized, it's a highly prized alloy that the Mandalorians cast their armor out of basically yeah and uh they basically use it to form new armor um and the cool thing about it is the smelting process is served to increase the strength of the natural ore uh and the mandalorian metalsmith is uh uh, guards the secrets of the forge forging baskars from outsiders so they're the only ones that know how to forge Baskar. That's why you the, only find. The, well, that's the only. That's why you only find Mandalorians with those with these particular types of weapons. You know, mm-hmm. because and it's a specific way how they forge the weapons. Did you see? Did you catch uh, the blades that they had in their fight? There was a little bit of a skirmish. So basically, well, yes, we'll, 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 we'll get it. We'll get into that. But let me first. Let me let me speak on. Um, the Mando's feelings real quick. What I really enjoyed was seeing that, like you said, he was torn. He was making a decision and you kind of exactly. seen that like you, there's no facial expressions cause it's just a mask, right? He's wearing his helmet. So you don't get to I, see I, like, I felt the expression, <clears throat> but you the can mask. feel it. There's like this weird dynamic that the, that I think Pedro Pascal, whether I, you know, he puts into this character, even though he doesn't show his face, he doesn't talk a lot there's like these weird moments where you can see the dynamic between him and baby Yoda sort of change. So at first, like you mm-hmm. said, they were, he, his relationship is kind of growing and he's kind of, they feel sort of uh, attached now because baby Yoda used his, his powers to save him. Right. <clears throat> yep. 
And then now you see him, he's turning him in and, and he's turning in to collect his bounty and he almost doesn't acknowledge Baby Yoda at all. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time that's happening, dude, I, my heart was breaking when, as soon as, when he turned him over, I was like, Baby Yoda, you let him go. Yeah. And uh, it's funny because Court- Courtney was like, oh my God, you and your brother and your sister. <laughs> he gets over the top about Baby Yoda. I was like, yes, we are. <laughs> it's Baby Yoda. Like, this has never happened before. Like, come on. Yeah. It's Baby Yoda. So, um, anyways, um, he collects his bounty, right? And uh, what I thought was funny, though, is. <clears throat> Um, I actually list. I saw a um, like a behind the scenes thing on the episode today. I was like watching some behind the scenes stuff before the podcast, so I could mm-hmm. get some more information about the show. You know, I, I my Star Wars knowledge is there's a lot there, but there's just not enough. So I wanted to kind Good. of mine's <clears throat> Google. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> mine's Google. I Google everything. But uh, anyways, the the um, the safe that they transported the Baskar metal in is actually an old, like ice cream maker from like the seventies or something like that. That's what I heard. I heard that, that little contraption where they, unlock the little, it. it's the, the locket, right? It's yeah, the, the little, thing that holds the Baskar metal. The thing that they unlock and they open it up. It just kind of like, it falls open at that. Apparently that was like an old, like little uh, kitchen um, thing. Like, you know, you can make a homemade ice cream out of that's so awesome. That is pretty cool. Oh, did <clears> you know? Thing, oh, real quick. Oh, real go quick. Ahead. Um, go ahead. I just want to say a uh, shout out to Grant Imahara, one of the Mythbusters. Rest in peace. Uh, he passed away earlier this year, um, but he did work on Baby Yoda stuff too. And um, so, yeah, that's an interesting fact. Uh, it's actually that, that, that ice cream thing, basically that holds the Baskar, right? Yeah. Okay. It's actually called Camtone. Camton, Camtone. That's what that container is actually. The container is actually called Camtone. And uh, Grief uh, tells him to buy uh, Camtone of Old Old Spice. He literally says Old Spice, all right? Grief Carnegie tells him Old Spice. But here's the thing about, here's a little Easter egg about the spice. Han, uh, the, uh, the, the spice is the Han Solo smuggled back in the day. Wow. If you did, it's little secrets in there that he's like, uh, why don't you go buy yourself a, a can of spice? That's right. Or, you know, like, you know, uh, chill out, you know? And so the spice is actually what Han Solo used to, uh, steal. He used to put it in those, uh, under, in the Falcon underneath those compartments, the smuggling compartments. Oh my God. So, uh, so crazy, right? <laughs> um, yeah, so this anyways, is heavy. Uh, he, he collects. Uh, that was a good Back to the Future reference. He yep. collects his bounty, right? And um, we see him. He 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 goes visits the Smith, right? He visits the Mandalorian Smith, and this was a big part here. This was I was super excited for this because super cool. You you get to see other before you see the Smith, right? That's the first the other Mandalorian that you see, but this time you get to see a whole gang of them. And you see, part it's like their posse is a crew. Yeah, it's their it's their remnant posse of of Mandalorian that are that are you know following the Mandalorian tradition after um, after the the purge, right? And so they, it's called. He goes to the armorer. That's yeah. what she is called. It's a it's a female. Her name's the armorer, but AKA and the it's the Mandalorian's blacksmith, pretty much. Right. 
It's like there's there's blacksmith in 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 the Mandalore called the Armorer. And this is pretty interesting because you've seen like different you've seen different um, different Mandalorians with different uh, different color armor, different just different different things. types of armor. You have like the heavy duty armor yeah, that's exactly. like brute force armor, you know. So you get to see it's not just one style. There's like yeah multiple you, styles of armor. You see a lot of man, you see a lot of. Uh, a lot of Mandalorians that look kind of like Boba Fett with those kind of colorations, that yellow, red, green coloration that Boba Fett had, which I thought was kind of cool. And then you also see like that giant, like heavy, heavy, you know, the heavy giant, duty, that giant heavy fool. duty. <laughs> he just carries like a, a, a turret. He just yeah. walks around with a turret. <laughs> what, with the part that I thought was interesting though, is when they pulled their blades on each other. Do you remember that part? Yeah. Yep. <clears throat> is there, do you know where those blades are from? Not necessarily. Uh, I don't know exactly what they're from. Um, but I was going to say the Mandalorian blacksmith, though, is actually the name is actually called an armorer. Right. right Her right. name is an armorer. Uh, but the they go in there. He goes in there. And basically, I don't know what the blades are called. I don't think they're the black, the, the, the saber blades. Yeah, because remember, we, is it we, Clone Wars? In Clone Wars, they have the black, the saber blades that the uh, that they use, use that the Mandalorian Mandalore use. Uh, but I don't think that's it, though, because we do. In the never mind, I don't want to give anything away. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like trying to give anything away. It was super but, cool. uh, there was that exchange real but, quick of just some hand hand to hand combat because yep. you see the scuffle. division. There was a little scuffle. There was there was a, there was like division in the camp, the Mandalorian camp. Um, because Mando is doing the bidding of the um, of the Empire, right? <clears throat> Which they were the reason why Mandalore was conquered. And so yep. you you see other other Mandalorians make comments like, "Why would you Why would you do work for these people who made us sand rats?" You know, before the purge. You know, like these the, there's right these people that yeah. Well, because that's because the arm the the metal that he turned in was from the purge. So it's, it's pretty interesting to see that. Yep. It's so and, cool to get the back reference. Yeah, exactly. So it's, it's super cool to, to witness that and hear just those kind of like those, like you said, those references. I thought that was really cool. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So anyways, he gets his new armor and stuff like that. Um, why don't you talk about his, his armor? signet? Oh, it's so awesome. Ah, uh, this is like a super excited moment. Uh, Mando, Mando gets his armor and his signet is the mud horn. And if you don't know what I, we talked about, the Mudhorn in the in the past references. Well, wait, he the, didn't say he got. His, he didn't get. He didn't get a signet this it's time. A, remember? He, he uh, didn't get it because he got the he got the whistling birds. The whistling birds. He was supposed to get the Mudhorn though. Yes. Remember, he was, was supposed to get, get the Mudhorn, <laughs> but he was supposed to get that as a signet. But he ended up getting the whistling birds made. Right. Because yeah, exactly. Uh, which I thought that was super cool because later on in the episode, you actually get to see him use it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And while he's getting everything forged, he's getting, you know, getting his armor forged, his mind, he's, he's thinking and he's thinking of memories to his life as a child. Right. And, uh, the basically, well, that what was that? Get, it gave us some hints though, because we did see yeah. familiar, familiar faces. Exactly. In those memories. What it, can you, 
Well, the crazy thing is like uh, the destruction of his home. It shows visions of his mom and dad running from the Federation droids. The Federation droids, exactly. And so you get a little taste of like, okay, so this guy's alive with the Federation too? Like he was yeah. alive, he was a kid. And you get to see the Federation droids are in there. And so it's like, okay, so this isn't too far-fetched like from, you know, even though this is after the timeline's kind of like at this point it's like whoa you know well, that you got makes to sense, though. it makes sense though because he's basically Mandal- Man- the mandalorian would basically be old he's older than luke skywalker yeah exactly he's older than luke skywalker because he was born before luke skywalker by who knows i don't i want to say that's the timelines all like kind years. of like we don't know yet yeah because this but is we during, know that because we've seen the federation robots right the federation droid, exactly the federation so it kind of give us a hint of how old he really is. Yeah. Like, okay, this is before the Great Purge. This is uh, during the Federation, too, you know? Exactly. So it's like, okay, okay, we're kind of seeing now how old he, Mando is, it really is. And uh, you see his mom and dad running from the Federation droids. Uh, the His parents actually hide him in, like, a cellar. Uh, it's like a like an underground hole underneath the house, mm-hmm. you know, underneath the... Uh, and which is like crazy because it's like, oh snap, like this is Mandalore, you know, and Mandalore's known to be they're brutes, you know. They're they, this is these yeah, are warriors. Like, yeah, they're supposed to be like, you know, top dogs. <laughs> top dogs, you know, and they're getting destroyed by by the Federation. And it's like, holy snap, this they, they must have had like something yeah. something happened. Something really this is going down. It's going down. You know what I'm uh, excited about? I'm excited to see more of that sort of unfold. I know that later on in this in this in this season, um, you know, if you haven't if you haven't seen the if you haven't seen Mandalorian yet, there's spoiler alert. There's going to be spoilers <laughs> on the show, okay? Yeah. Uh, but later on in the season, we'll kind of know we'll get, learn more about Mandalorian's past as his childhood. So really excited to kind of go through that again. But I'm also excited too because um, season two. Uh, there's, I guess they're supposed to be showing Boba Fett. Boba Fett's supposed to yep. be in season Boba Fett's two. supposed to appear. He's supposed to come in. There. Which is going to be, I'm, su- I'm super stoked for that. You know, that's like the first taste of like what a Mandal, what a bounty hunter should be like, right? Yeah. You kind of see him. He was a little quirky in the originals, but uh, I was super excited to kind of see that, you know? So, I mean, that's a character from the past too. So, you know, he's obviously from the original Star Wars, but, um, it's cool that this story is going to overlap with it, you know. Um, one of the cool things, though, um, after they finished, after you hear about like all this stuff about his armor, about his new weapons that he gets and stuff, he goes and he visits um, uh, Carl Weathers' character. I forget his name. Grief Carnegie. Grief. Griff. Grief Carnegie. Oh, is that his name? I'm sorry. What's A.K.A. Carl Weathers, yep. Yeah, so he, Carl Weathers' character, right? So he goes to yeah. him, and um, he he basically walks in there, and people start to kind of look at him because he's wearing his new armor and stuff. His yeah. legendary gear, so it's like he's the new guy. <laughs> like he's got this swag. guy just got upgraded. He just, he's wearing them Gu- that Gucci armor. Exactly. <laughs> so everybody's looking at him. He's kind of like the new guy, like just like, oh, snap. Because uh, he got his... Riches and reward. Right. Uh, basically, he's the only one that could bring in that that brought in that bounty, and it was the biggest reward that any 
if you didn't catch it, any uh, man, any uh, bounty hunter had ever received in that in that in that region, right? In what that region, that was one of the biggest him, prizes. But he also says, like, how many, he asked him how many fobs he gave out. He's like, how many of these tracking fobs did you give out? Though? Because there's, you know, he's just like, well, what do you, you know, it's business. Business is business, kind of like that's the sort yep. of, you know, the take that they got, right? And Grief Carnegie gets rich off of his back because he fulfills this this huge order, right? This huge bounty. He actually, there's more money behind it than uh, the reward for it gives suspicion to all these bounty hunters, right? They're like, why? Yep. You know why are they interested in this little baby Yoda? You know, so you kind of catch, you kind of catch that drift when he walks back into the cantina and he he gets his next bounty, right? Which his next bounty is going to be inter- that bounty that he collected was a uh, somebody from Mon is one of the ca- Mon Calamarian. Uh, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a water character guy. Yeah, yeah. So he's a Mon Calamarian character, which is like the fish species. Of characters in Star Wars, and they're the, actually the, the characters that build the Rebel Alliance's ships. That's where they're actually manufactured. Is on yes. Cal- the yeah, their planet. <clears throat> so that was and cool. the crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a cool little interesting fact there. Um, but after that though, you actually get to see where Baby Yoda has been this entire time, right? There's some, <laughs> some crazy looking doctor has him. He's doing some stuff. Yeah. Uh, why don't you pick us up from there? Pick up from there. Where, where Basically, yeah. Mando pretty much asked him, like, hey, what's going to happen to Baby Yoda? What's going to happen to the kid? And uh, Grief Garnigan implies to uh, Mando, um, like, he's just trying to ignore the fact. And he's like, you know, take some time off, relax, chill. And that's when he – Don't ask questions. And he actually – this is where he implies to him about um, the camp town. Oh, yeah, uh, exactly. the container. And he actually tells him about the spice. And uh, Spice is also known as, uh, well, i digging a little bit. It's called Narco Spice, minding, altering drugs, supposedly. <laughs> so that's literally, that's what it is. And so Grief Carnegie's like, dude, go get the, why don't you just spend some time in the, the healing baths with the, with, the, with the Spice, you know, and just chill out. And so uh, Spice is highly imported out of the planet uh, Kessel. So just to give you a little heads up, like uh, just giving you a little backstory, uh, which is rich with spice and which were harvested from dangerous mines. Just that I'm just just giving you a little backstory on that. But Mando so, returns. Was that? And, no. So no. But remember when the uh, there's that crazy looking little that doctor who's like working on baby. Yoda, yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, we see Mando show up and he's kind of like he's you know, like, yo, where, <laughs> where's he at? Right. Uh, but this was kind of cool because this is where we start. See, this is where the action starts to pick up. This, the episode's kind of slow, you know. It's a little slow, kind of picking up mm-hmm. to this point. It was exciting seeing all the Mandalorians and stuff, but you get to the point where you know finally he, Mando comes to his senses. He's kind of like, you know what, this little baby Yoda doesn't need to die. And yeah, because so- he ends up going back to his ship and like he contemplates. He even turns on his. He goes back to his ship, turns it all on, and then he's like contemplating. He's like, you know what? I need to go back to this little guy. Yeah. <laughs> I go back. I got to get him. And uh, he returns, actually. He goes back. Which is cool and because he's... this is when he starts fighting all. He starts, he starts to, you know, obviously it's where all the shooting starts. Um, but the, he finds Baby Yoda's crib, though, the bubble crib, though, yeah. thrown in, a, in the midst sad, of. Dude. So talk about that. He gets, he goes to his ship. He contemplates, comes back, 
And the first thing that he sees is the bubble crib just thrown with a bunch of trash. He's like, no, what the heck? It's like, what the heck, dude? And uh, basically, Mando stalks the client and the doctor, pretty much. Uh, basically, the doctor but uh, has to be sneaky because of the stormtroopers that are all around there. There's like heck right. of stormtroopers. So the doctor, did, the doctor had some sense, and he was like, I can't kill this baby. You know what I'm saying? I can't, yeah. I can't kill this baby Yoda. He's just too cute. Um, so he's he does what he can to spare baby yoda's life right we just call, we don't even know what baby yoda's name is we just call him baby yoda. <laughs> we still don't know we just know baby yoda just the kid just the kid exactly the kid the just child the you know we child. don't know yet but um so man this is a cool part because we start seeing all the blasting star right and we actually get to see mando use the whistling birds uh-huh which is a cool scene he's kind of like down on one knee and stuff um yeah it was just like a i don't know it was a, it was a cool scene you know but the crazy thing is when they are like putting when they are um, running tests on Baby Yoda, mm-hmm. you can see there's this red uh, vice. It's like a red beam and it's going up and down his body and kind of feeling like they're they're checking to see if he's a force user or not. Like you, they're already looking for something, you know, like you don't. Yeah, there, there's like a red beam that goes up and down his little body. <laughs> well, they, they said they needed to extract something out of him, right? Exactly. And so it's like, what are they trying to extract the floor? What, what, what's his going on here? I've, the I've metachlorians, you know? Maybe they're trying to suck out his metachlorians. So that because we already know. To, so that way they can give him to, to the emperor who's a, who's like old and decrepit. Ex- exactly. Maybe, but they I already guess. know. We know, though. We not, not even spoiling anything. We already know he's a force user by picking up the mud horn, the mud horn. Right. You know, so we already know he's already a force user, but we don't know exactly what exactly what he can do. Yeah. We just know that he's he can use it, and then he makes him pass out because he's so little. My theory is <laughs> that they're trying to collect some sort of juices from him. Medic. I think medichlorians or something. Yeah, to feed. They're to trying the to collect. Yeah. That's my I theory. Feeling, my oh my god, I think they were collecting like metachlorians or something. Like they want to see how much he has and then extract it from his body. I don't know. So uh, we, but we got to see him use. We got to see him use the whistling birds. That was pretty cool. You know. Yeah. It was just you know real quick boom and then he kills like four guys or whatever. Um, as he's leaving, I thought this part was really cool because as he's leaving, all of a sudden you start to see the fobs go off. They all start beeping. You know. Beep, 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 beep. And one by one in the in the cantina, you start seeing them light up again. And it was I thought that was really I thought it was a really cool scene because it just they all just like, start following him. Yeah. It's like holy it snap, was, everybody! It was done well. That that scene, it like that part yeah. right there, like you just kind of see it builds this it builds up like this intense like just you know crescendo because they start following him, and it's cool because he starts walking towards his ship little by little. You know, all of a sudden yeah. you start seeing people but, start. Beep, beep. <laughs> It's crazy though because you see you see Carl Weathers, he's at the edge and he's like you know hey, uh, you know grief is like right there and he's like yo, they kind of like they try to trap him you know and it's like yo they bring everybody, yeah everybody all the other bounty hunters they, didn't all the other bounty hunters yeah, and so all these they're all beeping all the fobs are beeping and uh, he he's led straight into grief Carnegie. And Mando's like, you know, the kid's coming with me. Like, move. Like, get out of the way. Which you know? had that, like a typical, like, 
you know, John Wayne, Clint Eastwood. John Wayne stare down moment. Exactly. It is just like, and everything's quiet. You don't even know. And then you just see the coolest, like, (laughs) you see the coolest, like, spin jump you know ever i don't know exactly how to say it he just like spin jumps into the back of a cargo car you know and while shooting while shooting like talk about like something you would see like an old western like jumping into the back of a cart you know yeah it was like oh that's so awesome and uh he basically takes on the guild there pretty much the the at this point what happens is the guild which is the bounty hunters guild is what we're talking about Mm mm-hmm um, they pretty much gang up on the Mando, and it was kind of so. Right here, you kind of see the split between where the Mandalorian's allegiance lies. You know, does he follow the guild? Yeah, this is a place of employment, but you know, he's but he's also has to be true to the the Mandalorians. He you know, to, so he's exactly. like cut in between. So it's like, oh snap! Which at you know at this point, which is the highlight of the episode. Right, mm-hmm. the entire crescendo of the episode. This is the part that everybody wanted to see. Like this was exciting to see. Um, out of nowhere, you see the rest of the clan just jump in. Jumps you know, in. You just see exactly. the rest of the, what the, the what, There's I don't know how many Mandalorians are left, but you all see. There's a lot of them. Yeah. There's still there's still a good amount of Mandalorians. Like they said, there's the Great Purge. A lot of Mandalorians died back then, mm-hmm. but. There's still like a great amount of Mandalorians they, because yeah, they mentioned like younglings or something like that, like foundlings, the foundlings, the foundlings. The foundlings. And I wonder what they are. I wonder who the foundlings are. Yeah, yeah. That is an interesting, con- the interesting idea to follow. Hopefully, we kind of see we learn more about that in the next couple An- episodes. Another thing that 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 piqued my eye was that these ma- these Mandalorians have jetpacks. Yes, and so it's like, oh man, and they have like the heavy duty armor with like the turret guns, the mini guns, you know? Yeah. But, uh, and they have jetpacks on and I'm like, and then it got me thinking, I'm like, dude, when Mando, when is Mando going to get his? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that was really but, uh, cool to see. Cause then that, that was, re- that's like, you know, Django and Boba all over again. Django and Boba, you know? And like, these guys come out of nowhere. Basically Mando's like on the verge of like, uh, oh, I'm going to risk my life to protect this kid, you know? Yeah. And he's all out shootout. And then the Mandalorians just swoop in, you know, and, uh, come to his rescue. I really um, hope which they is make, super uh, crazy. they need to remake battlefield, but they need to add Mandalorians in battle. Mandalorians. That's what they need to do. Yeah. Just, just basically battlefield with Mandalorians. That'd be cool. Or I was thinking like a, uh, or I, I've always been like thinking of like a, you know, um, was it called like, was it San Andreas? What is that? What is yeah, it? The uh, Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto, but like Star Wars version. You know, they need like a Grand Theft Auto Star Wars version. That'd be good. Uh, with the Mandalorians world. in open world, exactly. Open world. But um, but the crazy thing that one of the things it comes like towards it's dwindling down to like the, uh, it's dwindling down to like the end of the 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 episode. So, yeah. Yeah. And uh, Mandalore, uh, Mando, uh, basically, Grief Carnigan is, like, uh, waiting at his ship, like, kind of like, what the heck, like, what's going on here, like, yeah, that's right. he's waiting there, you know, he's waiting for him, it's like, what so, the heck, yeah, this guy, you see he got, he, they just he, got in a shootout, yeah. he tries to flee, and then Grief Carnigan's kind of, like, waiting for him, like, oh, snap, like, it's gonna go down right now. 
Yeah, it was again. Exactly. So he was waiting at the ship and stuff. Um, of course, Mando finds a way out of it. You know, of course, a good guy. Yep. Always got, he's always going to find a way out. Um, but I thought it was. He, I thought what I thought was cool though is that he he used that. Uh, he used his. You know, he used that like the exhaust from. I'm not sure what it was, but he used the exhaust to sort of cover himself, and then he <laughs> blasted him right. And then he blasts Grief Carnegie, and it's like, oh snap! Like kind of like give it that. I don't know. Like he just, he comes up with ways. He has a specific skill set of fighting, you know, yeah, it's like, it's not like, it's not that he's the best fighter. It's just that he has, tricks he has his sleep. ways. He has tricks, you know? And so it's like, he got away with it again. He got away with it. But he got away with teeth. it. Yeah. Exactly. The yeah. Phrase, you know? the, the whistling, the whistling bird is a perfect example of that. Right. So like when he yes. was outnumbered, uh, he had one. He had one trick up his sleeve. Literally, the birds, the whistling birds, are in his the whistling sleeve. birds. Yeah, and he triggers them. You see him actually like just flex his wrist real quick, um, and then obviously he triggers them and kills four people. But he always has these yeah. weird, just these, uh, just innovative ways of somehow finding a way, escaping by the skin of his teeth, which exactly. is very reminiscent of all the cowboy movies that we watched growing up. You know, it's always somebody shot a rope somewhere, and then the counterweight lifted somebody up in the air or something crazy yeah. like that you know it's really <laughs> and the cool. cool i guess it's classic yep. disney really it's kind of classic disney contraptions you know disney magic <laughs> and then even like the uh, the contraption of grief carnegie like you think mando takes him takes a shot just blasted him. him yeah blast blast him. him and it's like okay well lo and behold he still has a piece of baskar in his pockets like just chilling there exactly stops the bullet very john wayne status i mean very very clint eastwood clint you know eastwood. very clint eastwood it's exactly what marty mcfly did remember <laughs> <laughs> and so mando shoots and it ends up hitting the baskar metal that it's it, it, that's in his pocket that's in his uh, coat coat jacket it's like it saves his life it's like, oh my God, he's still alive. Yeah. Was, so, da, da, dun. good episode overall. What would you, what, would you, what are your thoughts on the episode overall? Though, is this like better than the last two, or is this the most exciting? Um, one? the most like exciting one where you actually got to see Mando like very, very. Um, he's very energetic, very active. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been. Like yeah, you saw them with the mudhorn. Uh, this episode you saw seemed to be fight, faster. But... Like it, it seemed to go by faster because there's just more yeah. going on in this. Episode. More action going on. There was yeah. a lot of stuff. So your mind's like kind of like, whoa, this happened. This happened. What's next? What's to come? You know. Yeah. And so, and which is very cool because I like how every episode so far is kind of like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? It's not like a a, a throwaway episode. Right. Where a lot of seasons, a lot of different uh, seasons have that. That is where it's so like, true. Oh, it's, just a, it's a throwaway episode just to, to fill up the slot. Like season and so, five of The Walking Dead. <laughs> this, the whole season they spent on the ranch. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. You know, and no, so, I agree, I agree um, with you. you know, you notice like every single episode is like a, it's a hitter, you know, it's like a. It's a it's a it's a gold mine every one instead of it just being like ah, eh. like not once have I ever just sat there and been like ah, eh, it's just the Mandalorian. So far, I've been like impressed. You know, it's wowed me. Yeah, me too, man. I, I 
<clears throat> it's just exciting seeing this kind of like extended part of the universe, you know, yeah. just adding more to the lore, which is good. Yeah. Speaking of adding more to the lore, we also been watching yep. um, Resistance as well, too. We've been watching Star Wars yes, Resistance. Yes. Uh, we didn't really talk about that last week just because we had a guest on the show who uh, hasn't been watching Resistance. So we just we wanted to kind of, um, yeah, just kind of talk about Mandalorian a little bit more last week. But I, but we can continue with Resistance today because I did watch episode three. Um, I don't yep. remember. What was her name? Uh, was triple Dark. Triple Dark. The Triple exactly. Dark. It was 23 minutes long. Triple Dark. Very small episode, but it was cool. Cool, yeah. cool, 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 cool. I mean, 23 minutes long is just a miniseries. It's kind of like, it's, it's a miniseries. Cool. You just kind of yeah. add, add a few more like Star Wars references and stuff. Definitely. Like and like, I, I, Clone Wars was like 45 minutes an episode. Ooh. I was like, <laughs> which is crazy. <laughs> 45 minutes to an hour an episode. Yeah. So these are like little snippets that are like, oh, cool, 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 cool. Yeah. We, are you, it usually takes about like an hour and 20 minutes to watch both, about an hour and 15 to watch both. You know, an episode of Mandalorian, episode of Star Wars Resistance. Episode so, of Star Wars Resistance, yeah. Not bad. But yeah, episode three, um, th- episode three was uh, the Resistance. We pick up with Cass, Kaz, sorry, Kaz, and um, he's still he's still sort of like, you know, playing the role. He's still lying, pretending that he's mm-hmm. some sort of star he's pilot this, mechanic guy. He's a great he's, star pilot. Yeah, this, he's still yeah. going along with this lie. And uh, it's starting to show a bit. It's starting to show his own team. A lot of the mechanics. The one of the, the main, the lead mechanic on his team is realizing, wait, this guy does not know anything about yeah. anything. Um, but yeah, it's kind of uh, it's a good fun episode. Um, it's interesting because there was uh, there was uh, pirates in this episode. Yeah, and it's kind of cool to see that because they weren't they weren't it wasn't like it wasn't the uh, wasn't the uh, the Empire. It wasn't like it wasn't like a, it was just random people. It was ran, it was just yep. a bunch of pirates, and you could you could see it. There was a guy wearing one of the pirates is actually wearing like a clone trooper um, armor, you know, and yeah. one of them was wearing. Um, do you remember when Luke Skywalker was breaking into Jabba the Hutt's um, like his little palace? Yeah, his little palace. Do you remember how you that the um, him and Lando? Uh, I think it was Lando Calrissian actually that was with him when they broke out when they broke Han out of the palace they wore those weird um helmets did you remember that where it covers their mouth it's yeah uh me, uh lando wears one of them i think yeah i lando don't know wears it. exactly uh, but we see one lando of the pirates one of the pirates in this episode actually wears that same wears armor. that same helmet exactly the same armor yep. that was i thought that was really cool to see you know that's like, oh, that's man. cool yeah yeah yep so it's little things like that that you know this these cartoons sort of add add on to that. They just kind of show a little bit different side. Once again, this this takes place on a a city where they race, and so there you'll see like um, you'll see different star pilots like Hype Phazon, which happens to be the coolest name in the galaxy. <laughs> you'll see him, and uh, he you know they're flying. There's like a chorus where they have to fly through certain rings and stuff. So this is all taking place on this sort of like weird, I guess like weird planet. It's um, like a yeah. It's like a fueling station or something. I can't remember. Exactly. Well, it's like a their place that they're in right now is like a it's like a repair shop right now. It's kind of like a, a car repair shop. They have where they're fixing ships and stuff. Right. Um, That's where he's working. Basically, right he's working right now with uh, Niku. There's a guy there by the name of Niku. His uh, like coworker, pretty much. Uh, 
And basically, Niku talks to Cass about home and stuff. And basically, Cass's um, first assignment is repairing a ship. Kind of like they tell him, like, hey, your first assignment, this is where we're going to see where you end up, how well you do. You got to repair this ship or help out. You know what I'm saying? So he's kind of like being like the the grunt of the group right now. He's the grunt. He's a, right he's now. a gopher. He's a gopher. Yeah. He has to go pick up other supplies and stuff. Go pick up supplies. Go do this. Uh, and he's he, supposed to be blending in because remember Poe Dameron gave him an order, which was to, to spy on the first order. Spy yep. on the first order, exactly. Yep. And so Jaeger, who's like his. Uh, boss or like kind of like the the his mentor you know in this type guy uh gives Cass money to get uh parts for the ship mm-hmm. for the so he's like all right your first assignment here's what you're gonna fix the ship here's some money here and notices that you know he only gives him a little bit and he's like what the heck dude like you only give me like so much you know like how am I supposed to buy everything with just this little bit of money He's no, like, so you it, it always it still feels like that. It feels like that. Here. Yeah. <laughs> In this like, like you're not, you know, I'm not going to be able to buy everything with this. And he's like, just go do it. Go do what I asked you to do. Yeah. You know, you're a grunt. Go do it. Uh, but Cass wants to find the first order. He's so, he's still like, he's there to do a job. He knows what he has to do. And he's like sneaking around the town lurking. So yeah, at this point though, we don't see any of the um, we don't see any of the first order though in this episode at all. We just see the pirates show up, right? Mm-hmm. At this point, this is where you actually kind of see the whole entire feedback system kind of work out for you know obviously in his favor, it kind of helps him save the day. But the pirates they get in the skirmish with the racers actually come to the defense of this this particular city, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, uh, basically, they kind of use the comm as, like, a jamming signal to disrupt the fighters. Uh, and Karagan Kara- uh, fled the, with the, in the fire's retreat, pretty much, because they can't communicate with each other. Right. No, they use the feedback system. They use, like, this it's... weird... It was basically what it was is somebody just kind of messed up a microphone. That's kind of what it was. Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, you kind of see that, you know, Kaz is not really this dude that he says he is, but somehow he just keeps making these, you know, he just keeps making it. Somehow he just keeps making it. He gets by by the skin of his teeth. Making it by. But yeah, that was, uh, it's a pretty fun episode. Why don't you sum up the last part for us? The very end, we, we see a familiar face. And so, um, (laughs) at the very end, uh, the pirates, they're kind of like, they're, they get on the comm and they're like, well, this happened, this happened, you know, we basically, the missions went downhill, you know, and basically you see Captain Phasma on the other end. So we and didn't see the like, first order, but you didn't the see the first end, order. the very end, you see that these pirates had orders from the first order. Yes. And so they're dun, kind of dun, communicating dun. with Captain Phasma. It's like, <gasps> where is this, where is this going to lead to, you know? Which is pretty cool because you see, you know, you see Cap, you, Captain Phasm doesn't have a, a lot of, uh, you know, doesn't have a lot of screen time in uh, in the prequels, you know, that we in the Force Awakens and whatnot, yeah, exactly. So it's kind of cool to see, a, like I said, another familiar face, add more to the galaxy, add more to the lore, which is kind of fun, you know. As a Star Wars fan, I want to see more of that, obviously. But anyways, yeah, I think we talked about a bit today. We talked about two different episodes, you know. 
got all caught up on our episodes. Yep. Um, any last words about Mandalorian episode three or resistance episode three? Uh, just mostly, I'm just excited to see where both of them go, where they're going to take us, you know, uh, definitely, uh, baby Yoda, of course, who cannot like baby Yoda. And then obviously with resistance, uh, see what's going to happen with, uh, you know, them in talks with cap with captain phasma. It's like, oh, okay, what's going to happen here now? You know? Right. How's this going to blow which is up? Cool. That's going to be a cool part to see. Exactly. Yeah. I'm definitely excited. Well, the one thing I forgot to mention about Mandalorian is that Mando actually has a conversation in the middle of the fight with the rest of the Mandalorian or with one of the other Mandalorians. And he says, we're going to have to like, he says, what about, you know, what about, you know, what about the rest of the Mandalorians? And he's like, well, we'll have to remove, we'll have to move the, uh, you know, their little underground base to somewhere else. Right. Because that was their mm-hmm. refuge was there on that place. It was an underground base that they had, um, for all the, what was it called? The fledglings Is that what they called? What were they called? Oh, the foundlings, the foundlings, right. the foundlings. So now they have to relocate that area, relocate that yep. entire base, which is kind of cool. You know, I thought that was a cool, yeah. uh, cool little nugget that they put in there, but I, yeah. I, my favorite. Yeah. So awesome. I like the little, the little nod to Han Solo and the smuggling of, uh, the camtone and whatnot and the old spot and the spices so it's like oh that was the nod you know yeah so i thought well, that was very cool hype Phazon, i think and i think he is the same alien species as greedo i think he looks very similar to him mm-hmm. which is kind of cool you know and that hype Phazon is one of the racers in resistance but um anyways yeah i guess that sums it up for another episode of space bros I don't even know the name of my own show. Star Bros. Star Bros. Yeah. Once again, guys, this is Star Bros. And you can catch us on Thursday nights. You know, it's we'd like to watch episode of The Mandalorian. We kind of we go over it, we review, we talk about it, we catch up, and yeah, we just have a good time. So anyways, um, yeah, I just want to say uh, thank you guys for listening. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Uh, once again, this is Star Bros. Uh, any last words, Luke? Uh, definitely may the force be with you. Until next time, guys, uh, watch out for the uh, spice. Hey. Hey. Hey.